You're here, I'm pleased. I really dig your company. Hey guys, welcome to the Just Saying Podcast with me, Danny. I'm glad to have you here, actually. Every time we get together, it's a great time for me. So, let's get the business out of the way. If you are new, shout out to you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Woo, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> we don't have a soundboard here, so I got to do all the sounds myself. But thank you for coming. If you have not yet, hit the notification button or the subscribe button for whatever platform you are on. I appreciate it so much. Also, if you are on iTunes, make sure that you are rating and reviewing this podcast. Now, if you're new, you want to do that after you finish listening to this episode because you don't know how you feel about it yet. But if you haven't done so yet and you are a, a um, continued listener, first of all, let me just say welcome back in my uh, <laughs> welcome back Carter voice. And don't forget for you too to just go ahead on and rate and review this if you are on iTunes. Also, I'm out here on them social media guys. I'm hitting Instagram heavy. I'm also throwing you things out there at Twitter and I'm on Facebook. All of that is at Just Saying Podcast or JSP. And so if you want to just find me out there, go ahead on and do so. Thank you for getting that business out the way. Let's get started. So, of course, you know, we got to talk about what I did this weekend. Now, I have come to the realization that I say every week that Friday is my day where I do nothing. And then I tell y'all about some stuff that I did on Friday. So, I learned this weekend that Friday is not the day when I do nothing. Friday has been the day when I complain that I plan to do nothing. And then I give in to doing other things that I that I said all week I wasn't going to do. That's what has been happening. This Friday was right along with that. And next Friday, we're going to have a whole nother conversation. But um, I stayed in for the majority of the day. Then I got up and I went out and I did a little bit of shopping. Mostly I left out because I hadn't had a, um, I hadn't had a, a dinner with my mom in a while. And so I figured let's go ahead on and do that. And so I did. Um, it was my first week with my oldest two children moving completely out of my house. And I was like, whoop, whoop. But um, it didn't feel much different, honestly. So my mom and I went to lunch. We didn't go to dinner. We went to lunch, a late lunch. Um, and, you know, it was a good time. It wasn't too bad. I had some food that I didn't need to purchase. I didn't eat most of it. And um, so, you know, I was just chilling. But then... I went back home because I had planned to do a road trip Saturday to go to a baby shower. It was not a baby shower that I was invited to. I was just the designated driver. And we went a pretty long distance. So Saturday, got up, rolled out, went to the, got there, went to the baby shower. It was a, it was a good, I think, six-hour drive. And so we got to the baby shower and it was cute. It was a cute little baby shower. Um, they only played one game, which was interesting. 
But I will say that it was a baby shower for a different ethnicity. And so they, you know, they did some things a little different than we did. You know, than, than the people that I'm accustomed to going to baby showers for. Uh, one of the big, big things was there weren't any... There weren't any gentlemen at this baby shower, and the majority of the baby showers that I have gone to, they were um, mixed gender baby showers. So that was different for me. Um, And again, like I said, there was only one game. But everybody was really, really nice. It was a city I had never gone to before, and so I had planned to do a little bit of touristy things, but the day got ahead of me and um, you know you have conversations with people that you, that are new and you want to talk to people and meet people and things like that so I didn't do any of that but I did go back to the um, hotel and um, I stayed at the hotel by myself every like the other person that I shared my hotel room with went out with the people from the baby shower which was great so I had a room to myself and um I just kind of like relaxed. I took a nice hot shower. Um, I used one of those um, shower fizzy things. I don't know what they're called. I can't think of the name of them right now. But you know, you drop it down in the shower and then like the vapors come all through the shower while you're in the shower. Oh my goodness, it was just the best. So I was all relaxed and everything. I did get a chance to watch Ayanla on Saturday night. Um, you, I told you guys last week, if you're new to this, um, we used to do recaps. I'm no longer doing the recaps so much. Um, and um, it really wasn't one that captured me so much. So um, I did take notes. I am still doing recaps, but those are over on the YouTube channel. The link is in the um, description box but um yeah i i didn't have a lot to say about the show as far as um, meaning and purpose or anything like that so like an emotional thing um so you know i'm just here letting y'all know i watched it Uh, i also watched a couple things on the tv and i you know pampered myself a little bit there was a little bit of pampering going on i was in there like oh me vacation mini ow loving on myself right because you gotta love on yourself a little bit sometimes so that's what I did and um then I went on ahead and went to bed because I still had a six hour drive to go back home which leads me to Sunday Sunday I got up ready to go you know back home But there was another person who did not come with me in my car who needed a ride home in my car. So I said, okay, and we had to go pick them up. But there was a bit of a snowstorm in these streets, y'all. I know, I didn't check, I wasn't prepared, But so I, you know, we went on ahead and weathered the storm. It rained. Um, most of, no, not most of, all of the drive home. So 
it was a learning experience for me. I definitely did pull off the road twice um, at rest stops, not on the side of the road. And um, to regroup myself because, you know, when you're responsible for other people's lives and you're driving, it can be um, a little taxing on the nerves. And I don't think I was that bad. Like when I was driving, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm aware, I'm alert, I'm aware of my surroundings, I'm aware of my um, speed, I'm aware of my distance between, you know, between myself and the car in front of me at all times. I was aware of all of those things. But when I got home, finally, which actually took me hours later than planned, um, and I you know, got home and decided to take a shower and unwind and then try to lay myself down, I could not for a moment stop seeing cars sliding off the road because there were spots where, although I never did any slipping or sliding or anything like that, I would, we would be driving and seeing cars like in the, in the ditch. And so it did hold me for a minute, but um, I ain't gonna lie to you. I had a glass of wine before I went to bed and, um, I did sleep through the night, but there were, there was a good little bit of time where, um, it was in my head. And so I had to clear all of that out, but I slept well. I felt rested when I got up on Monday, but I, like, my stomach just wasn't right. I just was not good, y'all. I felt so sick. <laughs> so, like I said, it wasn't a good day for me. I, I tried to record. It didn't, it didn't work for me. Um, I, it just wasn't a possible thing for me. And so here we are at another day um, where... Oh, guys, if y'all aren't doing this, you guys, um, make sure you're watching, um, American Soul on BET, and, um, it started last week, but I'm sure you can get on demand or whatever and start watching it. It's really good. It's all about, um, Soul Train and, um, that story with Dawn Cornelius and everything, and then to also, um, uh, Boomerang coming on BET. Now, Boomerang is not a remake of the movie. It is a continuation. So it is um, children from the lineage of the original cast members um, and their story. So it's supposed to be interesting. We haven't had a lot of BET original content in a while. So I will be checking that out today. So, you know, make sure you guys check it out. Let me know what you think. I'm going to be posting some stuff up um, maybe, but I'm not even really sure if it doesn't have anything to do with, you know, the podcast, then I won't, but I am, you know, I'm always rooting for everything black, so, uh, and with this being Black History Month, you know, <laughs> I'm definitely rooting for everything black, so shout out to the creators of both of those shows, and, um, you know, go ahead on and check those out. Not yet, though, because... We ain't done with the episode, but you know, when we done, <laughs> go ahead on a hit on demand and, and do your thing. Let's get into today's conversation. This weekend, we also had the um, Grammys come on and... Um, 
there were, you know, tributes, they did tributes, and of course there were a lot of, you know, um, performances and whatnot. I want to talk about, um, one, Cardi B winning. I thought that she looked so pretty. And um, she also did an excellent job on her performance. If you guys aren't um, following her, I know some of you guys could care less, could could not care less. I know you could not. Um, but there is another group of us who I'm championing this young lady for coming from the beginnings and the starts that she came from and then to making it in um, ways that you can tell that she didn't even imagine herself. And I'm just proud of her for that. But even more important was there was like a, um, a um, Diana Ross segment of the show. I don't even know what it was. I don't, I don't, it wasn't a tribute because there weren't other people singing her songs. Um, but the, I guess it was a recognition. And and I'll tell you, Diana Ross, first of all, that woman is 75 years old. Talk about black history. 75 years old, y'all. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying she looks great for, for a black woman. She looks great for her, a 75 year old woman. She looks great to be out there and she's still singing. Diana Ross has, you know, she ain't really stopped yet. Um, and that's great. Um, she looked stunning, guys. She had on this red flowy dress. She looked really, really good. And her children were there. Her grandson, um, her grandson um, presented her to the um, to the to the the people. I don't know the audience. I couldn't think of her. Her grandson presented her to the audience, and she. When I just tell you, she looked amazing. And then she kept going down the steps in that ball gown. And I was like, child, at 75, you got it. Because I am not even 45. And I was like, you put me in a gown with some heels. And you still want me to sing the notes. Me, 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 me. No. (laughs) And walk down the steps in my heels. Child. Because her dress was like one of those big, flowy, like Cinderella dresses where she just had like material, material. You got to hold that. It's heavy. You still got to hold the mic. It's in your hand. You get There ain't no rail on the steps. I was like, mm-mm. I couldn't do it. But she did. And I just thought it was great. So, again, you know, when we're talking about the black history and we're talking about, you know, not talking about the people who invented the traffic light um, and peanut butter, which is what they always give us in school. We need to recognize that Diana Ross, who, you know, was in one of my favorite movies, Lady Sees the Blue, about Billie Holiday, who is one of my favorite people um, from that era. Um, and then her being in... Um, the Wiz, which was just awesome, and Mahogany, which was just like, if y'all don't know, go look these movies up and watch them because I'm just trying to tell you, they were, it was good cinema. It was good cinema then, it is good cinema now, it is their, uh, Mahogany is this, you guys go watch it. And, um, you know, being with the Supremes and then breaking out and doing her own thing and um, 
her children, Evan Ross, you know, he's been an actor and now I guess he's a singer. Um, and Tracy um, over there on Blackish. And then remember, Tracy was in Girlfriends and um, she's just done a lot of things herself. Um, she just has, Diana has some amazing children. I think there's like, let me not even think. I'm about to Google it right now. You know, I like to do my Googles. Um, because Diana Ross has a number of children. Um, and we want to, um, I just want to, you know, look and find out. Cause we can, it's real easy. Oh, she has five children. Okay. So Diana Ross has five children. Rhonda, Tracy, Chutney, Ross, and Evan. Um, I just think that, um, you know, Diana Ross also had one child, her oldest child, with Barry Gordy, who was the person who started Motown Records. And, um, you know, she's just so, I don't, the ones I don't really know is um, Chudney or Ross. Those two, I don't know much about um, them. But, of course, we know um, Evan from being an actor, he, like I said, he was in a couple of things, um, a couple of things, and if you, if you know him from anything, most people know him from, um, ATL, which was with the rapper T.I., um, it was, uh, T.I.'s brother on the show, his, his younger brother, that was, that is, um, Diana Ross's baby boy. Um, he's not a baby baby. I think he's in his 20s now, but, um, you know, that's, that's, that's her youngest child. So any, uh, anyway, Diana Ross did an excellent job. She is definitely one of our legend, living legends. Um, and she has some good songs, um, from back in the day. I, I'm not about to start singing them. I know y'all want me to, but I'm not going to do it because... I'm not about to do it. She did have, um, I'm coming out and upside down and, um, uh, I can't think of any other songs right now because you guys got me, um, I'm blaming it on y'all. Look at that. I can't think of any songs cause my mind is not hitting it anymore. Oh, she did. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no mountain high enough. Okay, but then she still, she had a lot. I think that she put out like 50 records over her lifetime. Like 50, seriously? Um, yeah, there were there were a lot. She, she has a great deal of um, records out there. So if you're looking for something, you can go ahead. Diana Ross has been known for this long, flowy hair. Um, that I just think she's just beautiful. She was beautiful when she was, um, 70s in the 80s and 90s, all of that stuff. She's always been beautiful woman. Um, 
So, you guys, you know, just check her out. Again, because it's Black History Month, why, how could we not talk about, you know, um, how could we not talk about a living legend? Now, um, I'm trying to think of any other movies that we would know, you guys would, like, readily know Diana Ross from. But I think that one of the, the biggest ones were definitely Mahogany, The Wiz, and Lady Sings the Blues. After that, she was in a few other things. Um, and, you know, but nothing that made me just kind of feel like, oh, shoot, that's a movie that, you know, we need to jump out of. Diana Ross also was friends, good friends with Michael Jackson. Um, she is still good friends with uh, Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie still be holding on, y'all. He look good, too. He sounds good. Um, but, yes, you want to look her up. First of all, go and um, look her up on the Grammys. Uh and look at that beautiful red dress that she wore. She looks great. Um, listen to her voice then. And then go back. Go back into whatever streaming system that you use for music. And check out some of her music. Because some of that stuff still bops today. Like if you, you know, if you're looking for something, you can definitely get a good um, Diana Ross song. And then look look at her. Go Google her and, and pull up the images and look at like her looks because like you know she looked beautiful. Like this she was to cast me out for a good while. You know she was out there with the Tinas and the Patties and the Aretha's and all of them looking like ow. So shout out to Diana Ross. All right, so there's seriously no way that I'm going to leave here without us talking about some type of relationship stuff. So I was talking to my friend the other day, sometime over the weekend or something. I don't remember, but it it was an actual conversation. And um, they had just gone through a breakup, a breakup, not a breakup, a breakup. And they were talking about how in their mind, they have learned from talking to me <laughs> that, you know, sometimes we can definitely re-hurt ourselves when we can be getting over a relationship, right? And so, like, I tell them all the time when I'm talking to my friends or I'm talking to people who, you know, will send me letters, which you are free to do. You are free to email me and I will, you know, respond back to you, Um I constantly talk about how you don't, there is a point where you have to realize that the things that you are crying about and you are feeling like you are suffering from are no longer really happening to you. There is a point where you let those things, you hold on to the pain because you like the feeling because you have become familiar with it. And so I was talking to her and I was, she was saying to me, you know, I just don't, I really just don't understand why, one, I don't believe that our breakup had to be so ugly. And I have to tell her, honestly, yes, it did. You (laughs) came into that relationship wrong. 
you came in, he came in. It was not together. And so this this is for people out there, just for a word for the wise. You know sometimes that you are going into a relationship you don't need to be in. A lot of times it's because that person or you are in another relationship that you have not ended yet. And I don't care about people being like, oh, but they don't live together. Oh, but they know. Oh, but we pretty sure that it's understood. No, you got to finish your first relationship before you get into the next one. And so, you know, um, also there's there are reasons such as somebody not being able to somebody not being able to um you know they can't like they can't be in a relationship they're not prepared like maybe it's just somebody broke up with somebody yesterday and you like aha snatching you up i've been waiting for you or it's your girlfriend's ex-boyfriend or it's your your boy's ex-girlfriend or whatever the case may be that you probably should not be with them i just maybe at this moment because i'm not going to say that everybody is always off limits you know because they dated somebody else but there, there still should be like a grace period and a conversation with your friend and, you know, all those kind of things. But whatever. You know that the relationship should not be. That relationship going in bad nine times out of ten. And I know y'all going to be like, nah, because I had, I was with a guy and he was and we was fine. I, I know. I get it. I remember. I heard. I heard you. I got you. I know. I'm just saying. There are times when we get into relationships that we know we should not be in in the first place. Those relationships, most of the time, will end badly because they started ugly. Okay? And so, when that happens, then you can take accountability for the fact that you walked into something you knew you didn't need to be in in the first place. So, when it doesn't should it not pan out the way you wanted it to? Um, you shouldn't be shocked by such things, okay? But then we were continuing this conversation, and in this conversation, she was explaining to me, you know, how she felt bad about the fact that she felt like there were things that she did. Now, I just want to tell you, this relationship was abusive. It was not physically abusive, but it was definitely emotionally abusive. And emotional abuse is one of those things that women like to act like doesn't really exist to them um, a lot of times. Like, they don't acknowledge it as a thing. And so I had to tell her, first of all, not in this conversation, but during the relationship, like there were things that were happening and I was just like, come on, doll. Like, you know, this is abusive. Like nobody should do this. Um, one of the things was they would live in this, they were living in the same house, but he would sleep in another room. That is an emotional abuse because you have now taken yourself, that person has taken themselves and separated themselves from you without having a conversation, but still in your space, which then doesn't give you a space for healing, okay? And so when you do that, if somebody does that to you, if you accept that, then you let them know that it's okay for them to do that and continue to do that. And that is what she did. And so I was telling her, she then started to justify like, oh, well, you know, 
maybe I shouldn't have this and I probably shouldn't have that. And I, and it probably was because, you know, I did do these type of things, but in mature relationships, people have conversations to express why they're feeling a way that would make make them feel like they need to separate from you. And then they kind of just like leave, right? (laughs) They don't just like sit in your house without, you know, communicating with you and, um, you know, sharing the day to day with you on a regular. Now I'm not saying people don't get upset and every now and then y'all ain't talking. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that this is a continual thing where you could go days, sometimes weeks, and then even have arguments about the fact that they don't, a person doesn't want to talk to you when they living in the same house with you. That just ain't okay. And I was telling her, when you start to speak about what you did and the things that you have to, that you now are going to take ownership of to try to decide, you know, to, to explain why somebody is treating you a certain way, what you're really doing is setting yourself up to rationalize why it's okay to take an abusive person back. And we don't need none of that. Okay. Um, I was telling her seriously, like you can't, you can never explain your behavior being the reason why the justification for somebody else's behavior being disrespectful, hurtful, or harmful towards you. Everybody is in control of their own selves. Correct. So if I am in control of me and you are in control of you and we are in a relationship, if there are things about me that you don't like and or are not pleasing to you in the advancement of yourself, you would be better off to remove yourself from my presence, right? It's not that you are justified then in being mean to me. Let's say, for example, and this is not their case, but let's say, for example, um, when I come into the house, I always want to jump in. It's like I come straight in, drop my stuff off, jump in the tub, take a take a shower, um, go into the room, start to watch TV, and then kind of like use that as my de-stressor. If you are my partner and you don't like that, and what you would like is to have attention from me, you are not justified then in going out and getting attention from somebody else. You are supposed to speak to me to say, hey, love, what's going on? Like, why, when, when can I get some time with you? Because then you could understand maybe I probably need like 30 minutes. After 30 minutes, I got you all day. I'm with you. That first 30 minutes because whatever, my job, I need to de-stress before I give you any parts of what I might have brought home from work. That's a conversation. You don't, you're not justified in going and getting on the internet and starting to talk to people on chat rooms. And nobody should make you go, oh, well, maybe if you would have came into the house and spoke to, and not spoke to, but like sat on the couch with him first, that's not a justification. It's not a justification for somebody treating you in a harmful way t- intentionally because they haven't been grown enough to have a conversation with you about their wants and needs. You understand? And so you don't need to, 
you don't need to sit around and rationalize why it was okay for them to treat you in such a way. And that's what she was doing. She's like, oh, maybe, you know, you know, I did do this and, you know, I did do that. And I'm like, so because you did that, you're saying because you did that thing, it was okay for him to do this thing. That's what you're saying. And then she would go, well, no, but I'm just saying like, okay, if it's not okay for somebody to treat you a certain way, that's where it stops. There's not no but. Because once you say but, then it goes back to then it is okay. And then if it is okay, what you complain about? Why'd you put them out? Call them back. Because you like it. But you don't. And then after they leave, there's a point where you feel, um, I, I call it like a mourning stage where you are mourning the loss of the possibility of what you thought your relationship was going to be. And you have to get past that part. But then once you get to there, there is a point though, after the morning where a group of people will go on to what happens next in life. I don't know what that is. Some people start businesses. Some people get their hair cut. Some people change their outfits. Some people move. You know, some people get into a new relationship. Whatever that next thing is. But there is another group of people who will sit around and constantly replay the painful, harmful things from their relationship so that they can still sit in the pain. And that is an emotional abuser. Um, a self-emotional abuser. You don't need to do that. You are free from them. And so um, reliving it and going like, oh no, Valentine's Day is coming up. And I remember last Valentine's Day, he didn't give me such and such. And then we got into, oh, yes, you, you're not, y'all not together. You, that's not a real thing. That's not a, a pain. Not, not a real thing, but that's not a pain that's coming. That's a pain that has come. Which means now you get the chance to move past that instead of reliving it for another Valentine's Day. It don't got to exist in this year's. So because you know that last Valentine's Day was a harmful uh, memory for you, you, you should work on doing things to keep you um, busy and keep your mind off of what the bad experience was. And we don't, like, I always, whenever I'm talking to people about the relationships, I'm saying, let's just take it as a um, example of somebody putting their hands on you. If somebody punched you in your face last Valentine's Day, you would not walk around going, I got punched in my face last Valentine's Day. It's almost Valentine's Day. Let me get my own fist ready. It's, it don't see what I'm saying. It's the same thing. Like, don't get your 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 mind ready to hurt your heart when nobody else is around doing it. That's now you doing it. You don't need to do that. You're okay and you can breathe because you are free from whatever pain that is. Now, if you are not free from that pain, that's a whole nother story. That is something we would have to talk about in the future episode but I am telling you that there is a point where you do not have to continually hurt yourself thinking about the things that hurt you that other people did to hurt you in the past (sighs) 
I think that was a good quick little word. I wanted to make sure that we definitely talked about relationship things and we can continue talks like that. You know we're going to have those talks all the time. Okay, guys, I just wanted to thank you again for rocking with me um, this week yet again. Shout out to all of the people who are new here. Shout out to everybody who's been riding with me. I really, really appreciate you guys. Don't forget, I am on the social meds, heavy on Instagram, moderately heavy on Twitter, and I do some lightweight work over there on Facebook. Also, if you're looking for recaps for any shows that you might think that I am watching, jump on over to the YouTube channel. I'm going to be putting out a lot of content this week, so um, I'm sure I'll watch a show that somebody is interested in. (laughs) And you may be interested in all of them. If you are over there, I appreciate you. The link to that, again, will be in the show notes. I definitely appreciate you. If you're looking for the show notes, that's just where you scroll down a little bit and you'll see the, my Twitter name, my Instagram name. Uh, you'll see the link to the, the YouTube page. You'll be able to click on it and go ahead on over there. I appreciate you guys so very, very much. And don't forget, you don't have to take anything I say as fact. After all, I'm just saying.